We can think about the commandments as being the heart of the Old Testament and the Sermon on the Mount, which contains, um, among other things, the Beatitudes as being the heart of the New Testament. At least this is how I think of it. The law has not changed. Principle has not changed. But a new level, a new way of looking at it is what we find in Jesus' teachings. Remember, Jesus said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. And what I sense is that Jesus was taking the, the law of Moses, the law that was known um, for centuries before his coming into embodiment, to um, a deeper level and making it understandable for anyone not just the educated, but for anyone. And so his focus was not on you're going to be punished if you do such and so, which is more or less the Mosaic law, but here are some positive results that you can expect when you fulfill your part of this. I don't think that Jesus ever put an emphasis on formality or ritualism, but... um, but he really got to the heart of the matter with each principle or each law. It means to mourn. The dictionary defines it as to feel or express sorrow or grief over a person or sorrow or grief over a misfortune, a loss, or anything regretted. So to mourn is to feel lost. I think we could say that's the bottom line line on that. Uh, Checking on what things might um, come as as revealed through Dr. Lambs' writings in Gospel Light, he says about this uh, beatitude, in countries where wars, revolutions, and persecutions are frequent, mourning is common. Often one sees women with heads bowed down, dressed in black, men with heads covered with black cloth and faces expressing deep sorrow and even children are affected and joy and laughter are seldom heard and experienced. And he went on to say that Galilee, this is the time of Jesus, was a center of insurrection. They retained, they retained their tribal characteristics and, re, and made repeated attempts to free Palestine from the Roman yoke, but failed. The Galileans mourned the death of their heroes and beloved ones who lost their lives in war, and these people came to Jesus and complained of the injustice and the suffering which they were enduring. So perhaps this was one of the things behind Jesus speaking to this aspect of life, this mourning aspect of life, in a collective way, mourning. And yet, if we think about it, this sort of mourning still uh, is something we're faced with today, right? All you have to do is look at the news or read the newspaper, and on a day-to-day basis, we can see similar things taking place and people mourning uh, persecutions and and bigotry and so forth. And it's sort of like that saying, the more 
things change, the more they stay the same. It's like maybe the, the names of the people or the names of the groups or the names of the countries may change, but there's always this possibility for this sense of mourning. But there are other experiences that can bring mourning. The loss of another person, the loss of a pet, and you know sometimes if we aren't the ones that are involved we may say oh well it was just a cat it was just a dog it was just a bird it was just a whatever but that's when that's a part of someone's family there's grief isn't there when that's happening as much grief as any other family member uh, leaving there are other emotional losses such as breakups of relationships or moving let's say from one school to another or one city to another or one country to another in other words leaving a sense of comfort leaving a sense of support and so there's a sense of loss there there are other changes too that bring about mourning and we could just go on and on changes to do with health situations with our bodies things to do with finances things to do with other aspects of life uh, but the important thing here is to realize that changes do take place and events that we might call loss do take place and yet in and of themselves they are neutral in and of themselves they are neutral they're not good in the sense that God ordained this that we had to go through this so that some good will come to us and they aren't bad in the sense that they're punishment for something and mourning is not a bad thing mourning is a part of healing mourning is a part of the grieving process and the grieving process is important in healing if we don't allow it to express at the time we're feeling the loss then it will come up again at another time to be dealt with you can be sure of that it may be 20 years later but if you have not dealt with it it will come up you know that saying we're never upset for the reason we think I sense often that's true with loss that something then triggers a memory or some grieving that hasn't been fulfilled so that we can be healed and so it comes to the surface if we ever find ourselves thinking that it's not spiritual for us to grieve for us to have a sense of, of mourning a loss that we've experienced in our life I just say stop that silly thinking stop that silly thinking and of course if it continues beyond what is appropriate and we all know what seems appropriate right there's something within us that says you know this is just this is just going on too long then we we deal with it in whatever way we are guided and whether that is uh, the way one friend of ours dealt with it and after her husband had passed and she said it was just like a, a black cloud that followed her around for months and months and months and she finally just sort of put a personality to it 
went to the front door, opened it, and said, get the hell out and don't come back. And she said, that's what happened. It, you know, it really, for her, it took an outer thing. Maybe it will take seeking uh, professional help. Maybe it will take mean, some supplement change or whatever in life. Whatever it is, seek whatever it is that you need. Now let's look at this from a prosperity standpoint as we have been doing with, with the... Um, how, how can there be mourning to do with prosperity things? God is our instant, constant, and abundant support. But there are times when channels change, right? I'm not talking about the TV. There are times when there are changes in job situations, the closing of doors, shall we say. And it is natural for us to feel a sense of mourning or a sense of sorrow or grief um, momentarily and hopefully the more we understand our connection with God as our source uh, those times will be shorter and shorter when there are changes that take place or doors closing and so on but the thing to realize is that doors have to close for new doors to open and so rather than seeing it as an end in itself see it as a beginning and that's our opportunity that's our our um, a choice that's a decision that we make and you know we can continue to bemoan the door that was closed we can continue to choose to feel as if we were victimized by a company or the government or a person or whatever and we will not see new avenues of good that are available to us. We can play ain't it awful and there are all kinds of people who play the game with us but let me tell you that's silly. That is silly stuff because we will not see the good that is available to us. Our sorrow can be turned to blessings if we stop resisting the change. If we stop resisting what has been and set our intention on focusing on our source, that unlimited, abundant, constant source to which we are attached always and forever. Your conscious oneness with God constitutes your oneness with all that God is. Should I say that again? Your conscious oneness with God constitutes your oneness with all that God is. My conscious oneness with God constitutes my oneness with all that God is. And to the degree that we are conscious of this, in other words, aware of this, will be the degree that we experience comfort, that we experience a sense of security, a sense of wholeness, 
peace, order, to the degree that we don't know it, will be the degree that we stay stuck in a sense of loss and lack. And that will continue to be our experience until we make a different choice. Focus on knowing that the reason you and I are here on planet Earth in the first place is to enjoy knowing our oneness with our source and learning more about that oneness. Becoming more aware of that is what turns our mourning into joy, our seeming loss into fulfillment. All that you are is of God. The life you live is of God. The love you share is of God. There is only God appearing as you, as me. And so mourning is that sense momentarily of being separated from our source. That's really what it is. And there is no one else that can take us out of that morning. That is a choice that we make. The truth is, there is no loss. There is only oneness. And that which is eternal and enduring and of God can never be taken away from you or me or anyone else. What does it look like when we are comforted? Jesus said it this way, I came that they might have life and might have it abundantly. Comfort looks like living life with joy, with a sense of new good around every corner, and sense of expectancy that the universe is on your side and not against you. Okay.